love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday, November 7th. 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, everybody. Uh, I hope you went out and voted yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from voter fatigue. Right over there, I want to introduce my buddy Drew. Well, that's good, because now that those distractions are behind us, we can get down to what really counts. That's turkey and gravy. Oh, it's on the way. That's right. There's Bethany. Speaking of turkey and gravy, there's Bethany the <laughs> mouth from the south. That's right. I love some good old giblet gravy. Well, he considered writing himself in for every position, but you know what? He's saving himself for POTUS in two years. Our host, The Fitz. Considering it. You know what? The way I see it, Drew, I mean, if everybody else is running with all the crap in their past, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I'm surprised you haven't... You know, before an election in the primaries, you get the, the voters pamphlet, and it's yeah. got all those bizarre people in there, like the space alien party <laughs> and the, the cool guys party. You should put one of those in. Just, just, just know, to be, be serious in. about it. Just to be a write-in. Right. I agree. Something's got to happen. I love reading that pamphlet. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's crank up the pre-show warm-up jam right now, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, come oh, on. This is a good one. Starting a little Wednesday with some hey. Crank it up. Country music singers have always been a real close family, but lately some of my kin folks have disowned a few others and me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction. Lord, I guess I went and broke their family tradition. Family tradition and Love it. Bethany the Mouth from the South family. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit it. That's what they do at Christmas time. You know what? Pass it on down the, the gift giving line. I don't well, know. No, not not Granny. Hey, wherever you are, right? Yeah, well, you never know about your good old Granny. Not anymore. Granny could be throwing. <laughs> granny could be doing it too. Hey, a lot of elderly are, are taking it on for its medicinal benefits. Oh, there's oh no doubt to me. Of course. I, can I just? I say mean, that? honestly, of course. I just. Y'all, yeah, it's time. Go could, ahead. If I could, I, yeah. there's this one part in this movie, right? And I think it's called How to Make an American Quilt. And it was with Winona <laughs> Ryder. Just listen. And it's Winona Ryder. And she goes and she hangs out at her grandmother's house for the summer. And she's like in college and writing this paper. Anyway, the point is, is that she she does that on the porch with her grandma and her wow. friends. And I just thought that even though, I mean, if I just got that How chance, cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Right? I actually, yeah, we knew someone who called her granny 
Grandma Token. Because <laughs> every time you saw Granny, she was token. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, you know. And, and I don't know. Uh, after, you know, the whew, what a crazy election day yesterday. Big exhale. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, now that we are warmed up just a little bit, uh, stand by for some What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. They happen next. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Shout out to all of our our P1s who went out and voted yesterday doing your part for America. I mean, whatever side of the aisle you are on, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm very proud of you that you went out and uh, exercised your right to vote. That's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, what are you kidding me? Oh, I missed that one. That's all right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take you. Uh, oh, where's Churchill Downs? What state is that? Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Right. Out of Kentucky. The Derby. Out of Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen. Just horsing around. Kentucky police arrested a man who allegedly. Mounted a horse at Churchill Downs. Now, he, he jumped on the horse. He tried to ride it onto the track during the Breeders' Cup on Saturday. Huh? Dude from what? the stands tries to jump on the horse, actually gets onto the track, starts riding with him. Are you kidding? Like the horses that were racing on That's the track? That's correct. Michael Wells <laughs> Rody, he was severely under the influence of many beverages when he snuck into a restricted area he was not authorized to be in, started riding a horse. <laughs> he made it out of the tunnel and into the track entrance. When he was asked to leave, the subject became loud and disorderly, <laughs> screaming out loud, this is my damn horse. <laughs> you get your hands off it. Well, the thing is, it was not his horse. Oh, okay. Uh, it is now. Anyway, he, he's currently being held in Kentucky at the Jefferson County Detention Center. Probably a couple of psych evaluations, too. Yeah. Probably. All right, page two. What, what are, are you kidding, kidding me? Out of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, stupid's what got you there. I mean, talking about robbing a store 101, man, and how not to do it. Authorities say that a guy tried to rob a pharmacy. Only problem is his vehicle had no gas. Please say 39-year-old Anthony Scalari. Should have robbed the gas station. (laughs) He fled the pharmacy with a small amount of cash. He got into the vehicle, and then he noticed, oh, damn, I can't drive away. He tried to run away on foot, but he was soon confronted by the police. And uh, apparent, uh, authorities say that uh, Scalari showed a cashier a pistol when he demanded cash, but they say the weapon was fake and uh, it was just a, it was actually a toy gun. So he had a toy gun. He had uh, no gas and a little bit of cash and no brain <laughs> and not a lot of time <laughs> to think about what he did. That's, That's right. right. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Hump Day. I'm glad you went out and uh, I'm glad you went out and voted yesterday. Doing your part for America. Uh, my name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. There is Drew. Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the South. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you could like. Win a world record in anything. Like, what? what is it that you know you'd win the world record in? Okay. 
I'd love to hear from you. Like, you know, no matter what, that you could win the world record in blank. But here's what we're going to do today. I want each of us to look at each other and say, you would win the world record in... Uh, be thinking about that while oh, man. I talk about the Guinness World Records for just a second. Because they just released a video of their uh, uh, best records from last month. And apparently, you guys, you didn't, you didn't hear about this? There's a new world record holder for jumping rope. What? What? Yeah, yeah. Aren't you guys excited? It's the Guinness Book of World no, Records. They've, oh, come on. They jumped the shark is, is what they should be jumping. They should be jumping what? The shark. Because no one cares about jumping rope. Let's see. Did you hear that? I might be prepared to take that back. That Did sounded you? pretty cool. That's a Guinness Book of World Records. Why, why are they not as important as they used to be? Because everything internet. is in it now. Yeah. And the internet. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe you'd be interested to know that uh, um, they also just released the world record for some dude popping 100 balloons by a dog. Same Brand right new world record. Yeah. <laughs> Chickens in the background? What, what is the that? World is what is going, going on, on there? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like chickens in the background freaking out because the dog was popping <laughs> balloons. <laughs> um, all right. So I want us all to look at each other and, and say you would win the uh, world record in. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. okay. Fitz. Yes. Most male selfies ever. Most selfies by a male. So untrue. No. Come on. I'm talking historical. We got to go all the way back. I'm not really a selfie guy. You've always been a selfie guy. No, it seems like you're not on social media very much. I'm really not much of a... Am I a selfie guy? I don't know. I think maybe you do like the videos and like the silly, you know, like the stuff where you change True. your voice. Do you really not know what a selfie but... is? A selfie is an individual picture where someone is like... That's what a selfie is. Videos don't count? I don't I don't think videos count. Well, then I'm out. My God, I'm a host of a show. What? I mean, somebody's got to do it, Drew. Not everybody's sitting at home watching Rawhide. <laughs> I mean, good lord. <laughs> See, he doesn't even know what a selfie is. Yeah, well, you know. I'm just, well, you know. Okay, listen, I don't want to interrupt your will of fortune. I got it. Okay, yeah, Bethany, go ahead. <laughs> um, I can't wait to get Drew. You could win the world record yes. in your um, non disposed of Starbucks cups. Starbucks Mountain. Yes, there you go. You're Starbucks right. Mountain. That I would agree with. I should take a selfie of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you could take a selfie of a Starbucks trash. Okay, Drew, you would win the world record. For wearing flannel shirts consecutively through the month of July. Well, thank you for noticing. Nobody can touch me. <laughs> I've got a couple thousand days under my belt. Yeah. Also, the world flannel. also the world record holder for looking just like Al Bor- uh, identical to Al Borland from Home Improvement. If there was a contest also, with cash prize, I'm in. Maybe, maybe also for um, having a beard the longest. Like I don't think I've ever seen Drew without a beard ever. And yeah. we've known well, him no, over no. 10 years. I, I have one time, and well, I learned, you, I, I learned something very petrifying. He doesn't have a chin. <laughs> so I say you better grow it back. <laughs> I don't guess we have any for Bethany, do we? Well, I, I was trying to think of one. You would, win, you would win the world record of being late everywhere you go. Yes. No matter what. Yes. Every, world record if, for tardiness. That's just yeah. who I am All right. as a person. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. We pretend that airplanes in the night sky like
That's right. I don't know what's been going on, you know, years go by and stuff, but um, I'm increasingly beginning to notice everything disgusts me. Like, I don't want to touch a toilet. You said, like, I mean, I used to be like, ah, whatever. I'll sit anywhere, do anything. But now, man, I do not like, uh, it's got to, I, I want my, my potty clean if I'm sitting on an airplane. I want to make sure that everything is clean because I've learned so much about germs and bacteria and that everything's covered. I've learned that you have to try to not think about it because back when I was selling cars, it occurred to me that I'm jumping in all these cars and touching the steering wheels and you think what disgusting things people do with their steering wheels. Pick their nose and touch their wheels and now you're hopping in thousands of random cars. I had to just put it on my mind. Put it on your mind. Think of the amount of hands that have touched that steering wheel. With boogers. Now, yeah, booger hands. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, remember when I was sitting in your car, Drew, and you you had a Starbucks cup in there? Remember what was on your Starbucks cup? No, no, you can't flip that on me. That was your car and your cup and your giant you-know-what sitting on top of that cup. I almost jumped out of the car on the freeway. (laughs) I don't blame you. You know what? Boogers disgust me. That's a lie. Nobody's going to believe you. All right, so here are the three filthiest surfaces on an airplane. Uh, the tray tables. Guys, yeah. it's full of some nastiness. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to bring antibacterial No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to that, but I'm going to start wearing masks, those little masks, you know, like uh, everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I'm going to wear those little masks. Number two, the seat pockets. So disgusting, full of bacteria. Think of all the dirty diapers, sandwiches, half-eaten. Tissues with, you know, snot in them. Feminine people products, in people's there. stuff in there. Yeah, that too. Barf bags. And number one, you guys, the headrest. I was about to say, uh, what about where your head goes? The worst. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Number four, uh, Drew's vehicle and his Starbucks cup with a booger on it. <laughs> not my, uh, not mine. Uh, please stop saying the B word. All right, hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, as long as we're talking bacteria, one of the greatest things bacteria ever did for us was give us cheese, right? Cheese yeah. is made of bacteria. Even though I don't like to ta- think about what it is. Well, I love cheese. A cheesemaker who also happens to be a veterinarian, that's his day gig, but at night he is an avid cheesemaker by the name of like Beat, Beat Wampfler in Switzerland. He is convinced. Hello, I'm Beat Wampfler. Beat Wampfler is convinced <laughs> that there's a fourth <laughs> element to making cheese that will change it. Uh, so we already know that heat, humidity, salt content, Gluten-free. No, he is exploring the influence of music. So he's making his famous Swiss cheese, but in these barrels, he is exposing these wheels of cheese as they age to music. Everything from Led Zeppelin uh, to classical music to EDM. It's going to have a... Watch. It's going to have an effect. And in March, a panel of expert cheese judges are going to sit down when they're fully aged... Try the cheese, and we're going to determine what effect music only has thing, on cheese. Only thing I'm worried about is who's going to be cutting it. So wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. They're, it's all the same cheese. So he made the same cheese. He made about five different wheels barrels. of cheese from the same batch. Okay, and then each okay. barrel is exposed okay. to different music. It's like saying that cheese is, is like a, a living organism. Yes, M- yes. much yes. like much like I don't know music and, and, and talking to plants. Yeah, so, it's a new field called sonochemistry. It's Unbelievable. Made from- no, my, I, I, you know what? My, my mind's blown. We got to move on. Okay, Bethany, choose on. your news. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to go into space? NASA astronauts have begun training in Elon Musk's SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule complete with stormtrooper suits. That's right. Folks. What? The ra- the that is pretty awesome. Did you hear that, Drew? The yes. astronauts, excuse me. Uh, their suits actually look like stormtroopers. It's pretty freaking cool. Oh, that is cool. Why right? not? That's pretty crazy. It would have to be. It's Elon Musk. Yeah. It has right. to be. There you go. Wednesdays, choose your news. This is The Fit Show. 
your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Today, feel free to call me Sir Fitz a lot. Completely cool with that. And let me tell you something else I'm very, very excited about. Like, I mean, if you want to straight up steal some really good memes, you should go to my Facebook page. <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Steal them from my page. Share them with your friends today. So what you're steal. saying is you're out there creating I am. millions Trying of great to. memes. Trying. Every single one. You're a source. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Seriously, go, go there today. Get your meme. Pick Share up with someone. Come on down, pick one. up a meme. Just grab you one. Uh, so normally on Wednesdays, we like to talk about some really cool stuff that that, uh, that we're watching by doing a... <gasps> binge bang! Binge bang! Oh, tell us what you're watching, binge bang! Hey, before we begin real quick, I want to tell you that binge watching TV shows, it's really only been a thing for about five years. Netflix really changed TV forever in 2013 by releasing House of Cards. Is that the first one? First one. Oh, 13 episodes of its first original series. And then binging, what they call it, really became commonplace, um, that 83% of Americans say they binge watch something at least once a month, and only 7% say they never do it. Do you know that uh, when they're doing their press uh, their press junkets and their tours, the stars on Netflix shows are prohibited from using the term binge brag, or, or you're binge watching, because the they... Netflix, Did they trademark binge? No, they decided that the, the word binge might be negative because it has to do with like oh, binge okay. eating and binge oh. drinking. So they just said, just don't say binge. So sometimes when you watch them being interviewed, you see them You're struggling like, uh, to not say it. You know, just to uh, watch, watch a, a lot of episodes. But you yeah. know what? I mean, but let's call it what it is. I mean, it, it's a binge. You are binge watching. And uh, many people look forward to it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, most, well, unfortunately, you can lose a most weekend times to it. that you say binge binge anything it's a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're saying too much or something ain't good for you darling what well i'm just uh-huh. saying that you know a lot of people you know whenever you're binging it's on something that you love oh so she's trying to tell me it's the greatest sin that'll do you in i guess why are you getting creepy <laughs> you two are weird me like, out that's gross <laughs> what are you doing well because i guess the way you guys are making the word binge sounds so horrible when I truly believe that most of America looks forward to it. You know, getting on that couch, potato chips, popping those feet up. All right, who's got a binge brag they want to throw out today? Drew, begin. I've got one. Uh, this is on Netflix, since we're talking about it. It's called American Vandal. I was sitting on this for a while. I wanted to watch it, but I thought it was going to be stupid. Finally started. It is awesome. It make, De- Bethany, you're going to like this, because it makes light of all of these like docuseries, like the murderer docuseries. Mm-hmm. But it's about a kid uh, when... A bunch of cars, like almost 30 cars in the high school parking lot are vandalized with a big doodad on them. <laughs> Basically, the school, like high school. Yeah, the school slacker gets pinned for it and, and you know, uh, kicked out of school. But oh. it's all about did he do it, didn't he do it? And they do like the interviews and all the backtracking and the recreations this and is, all that. This is straight up my biopic. You're going to love it then. You got to <laughs> check it out. American Vandal on Netflix. <laughs> all right, Bethany, real quick. Tell everybody what we are binging right now. Well, it's kind of odd that you mentioned House of Cards because it is their current and final season, supposedly. With a lady president who 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 does yes, not Robin put up with Wright-Penn. she does not put up with crap. She don't take it. She don't take it. Well, she the, the th- she is Madam definitely president. a strong yeah. strong character. Sort of how dare you? Yeah. You know, you can definitely see I mean, you would I think people would be odd with how to, you know, maybe treat the first female mm-hmm. president, yeah. you know? And yeah. It's about that first finding that footing. All right, tell us what you are uh, binge watching right now. <gasps> binge back. A binge bang. Oh, tell us what you're watching. Binge bang. Ow!
The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Oh, I'm trying to recover from election day. Let me stretch a little bit. I'm getting all the stresses out. All right, there you go. Everybody get their stickers. Everybody vote. Everybody get their stickers. Mm-hmm. Stickers made you. Stickers. I posted the other day on my social media. Stickers make you sexier. Well, my those kids I took voted mine. stickers, huh? Drew took mine. Oh, our, <laughs> our daughter. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany. What you got? All I gotta say is, people's sexiest man alive has been announced, and I'm gonna give you all that info coming up next. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. The winner of the largest Powerball jackpot in Iowa history just came forward. Single mom Lauren West opted for the $198 million lump sum. First thing I'm going to buy, going to buy a car. Yeah, money, money, money. The 51-year-old single mom, fellas. That's awesome. Of three daughters who has, I believe, six grandchildren. She said she wants to buy a car big enough to carry all of her grandkids and take them places. So we're looking at a minivan, I guess. a minivan. Get herself a little van. It's about time. Sweet single mommy. Because usually, you know, the guy who just won like the billion dollars, he was about, he was 103. Yeah. Breaks your trend. And when they they call them, they're like, hey, dude, you just won that (laughs) massive lottery. And he said, what now? He's like, I used to make pottery. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So thank God. Great to see someone like that. Heck yes. That's great news. What else is happening? Well, election day is done. It's behind us. We're going to be talking in the days coming about, you know, these races and how they shook out. Mm -hmm. But I want to get, it wasn't so smooth everywhere. Did you wear a red shirt yesterday or a blue shirt? I told you I wore my American flag shirt. Actually, you said you were going to walk in without a shirt. Well, I did, <laughs> but they kicked me out and they said you have to come back with a shirt. So oh. I brought the American flag well, that, shirt. Of course. Well, they would sense. actually. Well, they would cancel his voting right if he actually if he <laughs> did right. it again. They said felons and guys without shirts are not allowed to vote here. <laughs> oh wow! All right, yeah. What else is up? So, like I said, it didn't go perfectly smoothly everywhere. Here's a couple places they had some big voting problems in Arizona, a little town outside of uh, uh, Phoenix. Voters showed up to their voting, their polling place, and to find it had been foreclosed on by the owner the day before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The polling people had set up all the equipment. Every, all news. your ballots were inside the building. The building was locked and chained because someone didn't pay the rent, so they Dang. had to sort that out. Uh, there were problems in Florida, because, which was a very hotly contested state, because of the recent damage, you know, the, the yeah. storm damage. A bunch of people didn't know how to vote, where to vote. They had these, what they were calling, polling super centers set up in churches and, and big stores because so many of the buildings had been decimated in that little panhandle oh, no section. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, Georgia, Texas, a few other states had problems with their voting machines. Uh, I, I guess the one in Texas, they said some of the machines were malfunctioning. People selected too fast. Was so it the red, like, bing, bing, bing. red voting machine, Drew, or the blue voting machine? That All the voting machines. It just had to do with their selections going too fast. <laughs> the machines aren't colored. The votes are colored. Anyway, uh, just, you know, in the end, I think pretty much everyone's vote got in. If there were any other problems, uh, they're going to sort them out. But in Wisconsin, they actually had such a big turnout that they didn't have enough polling places. And people were waiting for hours and hours and hours, lines around wow. the block Man. to get in. So I guess that's, that's a good kind of a problem yeah. to that have. Is, that's actually a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. All right, one more. What else you got? One more. Hours before the election yesterday, Facebook announced that they uh, blocked and shut down about 30 pages on Facebook and about 85 Instagram pages that were warned but kept going in what they call like collusive. Uh, behavior, coordinated behavior to try and influence people. Do you think it was the Russians? I think it was, yes. Who do you think it was? (laughs) Say say his name! I believe it was 
VP? Yeah. Vlad P? It's amazing. You're right. So many people are scared to say Putin. Well, now you've done it. No, I now just said it. it. I didn't say it. In, you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> it's that scary, man. It that is. was fifth. All right. There you go. It's the Wednesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what's trending right now. I thought this was interesting. Um, Cardi B. You know Cardi B. What's up, what's up, Cardi B? She is now the official face of Reebok. So I guess, I guess that means from now on when she gets mad, it's the only shoe she'll be able to throw at people. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a Reebok shoe. I mean... Isn't that kind of like kind of questionably negative behavior, you know, that and now you're going to sign them up to be your spokesperson? What do you mean? Uh, what? She got in a fight with Nicki Minaj. And threw a shoe. And then she also got in another fight. Well, I right? think I think somebody might have, uh, you know, hit her about the head as well. I think they might have had a little. Plus, isn't she pregnant or did she have a baby? Yeah, yeah she got in a fight with those two girls at that bar. Remember? Oh, the yeah. The sisters, yeah. the bartenders or whatever. And then she got before mm. that, she got in a fight with Nicki right. Minaj. Well. Just saying. Sister needs to go well, to some anger management class. Now she's the new face of shoes. Yes, she is. Rebot. Face of shoes. That's right. Hey, well, let me get on to uh, the good, the bad, and the gossip. You do Because i got some good stuff going on here. People's Sexiest Man has been announced. Ladies and gentlemen, this year's Sexiest Man Alive is Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Congratulations on being the sexiest man alive. Uh, we have the cover here. Ta-da. We have one sent to you as a surprise. I wonder if that was the first time he saw it then. I, I think this was the breakout announcement, but how many points is he getting for the accent? Like ladies a great love accent. a dude with an English accent. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. English accent. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Hello, Jimmy. Hello, like, Jimmy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? I wonder if they have the same Ooh. feeling about us. Like uh, yes, all the all do. the ladies in Great Britain, they yes. love an American accent. Australian women well. love American. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Let that be a lesson, ladies. Australian women love American men accents. Okay. Well, thank you for that <laughs> PSA. Moving on, Matthew McConaughey. Now, you would think that if the guy was auditioning for a role, he would most likely get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, he auditioned for Titanic. Actually. Really? Like what? For Jack. Leonardo DiCaprio's part? Yes. And uh, he actually thought it went well. He said he thought he left. He thought he had it in the bag, but obviously he was wrong. <laughs> maybe the, maybe where he messed up was whenever the, the, it starts going down. <laughs> Jack stands up. He goes, "All right, all right, all right." Everybody. Rose, hang on tight. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Women and children first. All right, that's cool. There you know you what go. I love about them lifeboats? <laughs> <laughs> okay, God. All them sexy ladies who get in first. And me. All right. <laughs> okay, we're having way too much fun with that. All right. Moving on to the gossip. It's been five years since Netflix started letting people binge TV shows, but it, there's been a survey that says 34% of America still prefers to wait a week between episodes. Now, I, I don't know Read the rest of that survey are. real quick. Read the rest of that survey. Okay. And they also say for all the talk about cord cutting, you know, people that don't watch cable TV anymore, live TV, this says 56% of people still do watch live TV every day. Brought to you by... These facts brought to you by the Council of Network Television. (laughs) 
Well, I still watch live TV. That's right. We we, we love it. I do. We I got mean, to. Does it say anything about how nine-year-olds actually love Brussels sprouts in there? <laughs> I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Uh, those statistics, but I'll work on that. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. This. Is why today doesn't suck. Very excited to know that this segment uh, was voted like one of the best in North America uh, by my mother, on the, as far as radio, <laughs> which is unbelievable. And thank you. So I'm cool with that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. Um, for Wednesday, November seventh, twenty eighteen, a lot of cool stuff happened on this day. For example, Billy Graham, today's Billy Graham's birthday. Billy Graham just passed away, but I've always loved Billy Graham ever since I was a kid because my mom was always talking about Billy Graham. My grandma, Mama May, was always talking about Billy Graham. And as I got older, I knew to kind of really love him because more than anything, he was just a man. He, he lived the life that he preached. You know, he was just one of those real deals that, real we, don't, deal. that we don't see mm-hmm. uh, really ever. And I also believe that Billy Graham is going to be waiting on me in heaven one day. Well. Mostly because, dang, you win the award for biggest sinner on earth. Come on in. Right. But uh, we anyway. just all want to see you flushed. <laughs> we just all want to line up here and watch you get flushed down the drain. <laughs> like a goldfish. <laughs> anyway, I just thought he was a, an amazing individual. Um, oh, my gosh. Little Peter Brady is 61 years old today. Oh, well. Well, he's got himself Happy a job birthday, again. Peter. Renovating the house. Remember? We just oh, talked about right. it. that's right. Tell me exactly what they're doing with the Brady Bunch home. So the cast got together. HGTV bought the original house that was the outside shot house for the Brady Bunch. Now the, the whole cast is going to get together and renovate it to look like the right. show house. Yeah. And, and then I thought it'd be a cool thing to like, you know, uh, Airbnb it and... You know, rent it out where you could stay in the Brady Bunch house like two nights if you want to. Of course. Yeah. That's a great idea. So I'm almost sure that'll happen because even if they give it away or right. someone buys it, like that's what they'll do with it. It was this day in 1996 that singer Lord was born. She's 22 years old today. Don't like it when it's really cold outside. <laughs> You know I gotta feed the kitty cat in the morning. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, this is a nice little hook to it, Lord. Isn't she best friends with Taylor Swift? I have no idea. Well, don't say anything bad because the Swifties will come after you like you have Boy. no idea. Okay. By the way, Swifties love me because they know they know that well, you Taylor love loves for me. Tay Tay. And I love Tay Tay. That's right. Maybe You're a little too much. Always on Team Tay Tay. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Team Tay Tay forever. <laughs> <laughs> I will be, and, and 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 everybody's like, well, you know, she got political fits. What about that? I'm like, what does that have to do with my relationship with Taylor Swift and how courteous she was to my sweet little babies? You know what? I got something for this. What's that? Stuck in a generation where loyalty is just a tattoo. Dang, girl. Yeah, I misspelled one at that. Loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. It was this day in 1805. Lewis and Clark uh, first saw the Pacific Ocean. They, I mean, they spent all that time just waiting to say, surf's up! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the one dude, he was like, we got to cross that now? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine seeing something like that for the first time? Yeah. After uh, walking over thousands yeah. and thousousands of yeah. miles of Making land and mountains. Making it to the other side. Right. Yep. Didn't they give us Oregon Trail? Didn't no. they give us that show I well, used to play on the, or did that, that computer game? Well, I don't think they, they gave it to us. Right. But, but inspired it. their path yeah. Yeah, basically laid the path for it. 
Uh, this day in 1976, you guys, Gone with the Wind was shown on television for the very first time. Ladies and gentlemen, now on Color TV, it's Gone with the Wind with... Who's the girl who played her? That's uh, uh, Scarlet. Yeah. Wait. Scarlet what? No, oh she played... God. Oh, Vivian my God. Lee. Huh? Vivian Lee. Wow, nice dig. With Vivian Lee as Scarlet O'Hara. Gone with the Wind now on the television to you. And Rhett Butler. And Clark, yeah, and Red Butler is Clark Gable. All the way around. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you said. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, check it out. This day in 2000, election night ended in indecision tw- uh, 2000. Remember that Al Gore and George W. Bush? Oh, that was huge. The, the hanging oh. chads. The hanging chads. Mm-hmm. It all came down to Florida. I thought the election of 2000, uh, presidential election, would be the biggest story I'd ever cover until September 11th. That was an amazing night. Uh, I talked about the grease board and trying to make the sense electoral college. We stayed up all night. And then uh, the next morning went on the Today Show uh, without any rest and reported all day long. We thought it would be concluded by the end of the second day. Well, it went on for 35, 36 days. I will never forget that. It's like we didn't have a president yeah, no, <laughs> for that a period was, of time. That was legit. That was a constitutional crisis, kind right. of. Like, if right. the president isn't selected, does the other one just sit in longer? But then he's violating the term rules and so on and so forth. But you know what it showed? That no matter what, our, our system of our checks and balances, I mean, it's covered. You know what I mean? America's mm-hmm. going to take care of itself mm-hmm. either way. Well, and I'm there glad you go. someone's got the, <laughs> got the confidence. <laughs> Fitz happens live. And now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Again, ladies and gentlemen, a special shout out to my embedded What Are You Kidding Me? filled correspondents who just, man, you you send amazing What Are You Kidding Me? stories to me on a daily basis. I really want you to know how, how grateful I am to you. As I take you out of a neighborhood near you, Delivery Dude of the Year. So this group of kids, they put this sign on the front door of their house asking the pizza delivery guy to scream, Shannon, your pizza's here! And the guy actually did it. And we have audio from the outside camera and then their video from inside the house. Listen to this. Went for it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is the kids. <laughs> I just Thank love this dude. Right. All right, go back to the original, please. Let's hear the outside cam one more time. This is a good guy to have you around in a crisis because he can really belt. Yeah, and you know what? He, he followed orders. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Miliwahake. Meaning stands, the land of plenty. Yes. No, actually, Miliwahake means plenty of cheese. Does it? It does now, because well, let me Alice tell you Cooper what. Well, Alice Cooper steered me wrong. Well, <laughs> is that from Wayne's World? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, last Sunday at a Milwaukee Bucks game, there was a woman in the crowd who, who had to name as many cheeses as possible in 30 seconds. 
And if she could name more than Bucks guard Sterling Brown, she'd win like an autographed basketball, whatever. So with a toddler in her arm and a wedge of cheese on her head, this, this lady named 27 cheeses and won the entire thing. Vardy, American, Asiago, Barscapone, Buffalo, uh, smoked Swiss, cream cheese, string cheese, uh, cottage cheese. Wow, wow. Um, Brie, feta, goat, Munster, Colby Jack, Colby, Pepper Jack, the, I don't know. <laughs> Someone went, Gola! Gola! From the audience. Gola! That is truthfully unbelievable, though. That's awesome. But don't you have to be suspicious about an individual like that? Why does she know so many cheeses? Well, she's from they, Wisconsin. And not only that, but if they've played the game before, she's like, you know what? I'm going to practice my cheeses. Yeah. What if she had them written up cheeses. her arm? Like, yeah, that's Either way, that's pretty impressive. You wouldn't believe how many cheeses there actually are. If you're interested, go on YouTube and find a Monty Python clip called The Cheese Shop. It's an old classic. They list probably like 400 cheeses. I had no idea there were that many. And by the way, tell that story really quickly about how you said music makes cheese better. There's a scientist in, in Switzerland, or a cheesemaker, that, that suspects that exposing cheese to music while it ages will change it. And he's trying it out. I bet you cutting the cheese is going to change it, too. <laughs> There you go, you got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. You know what's really interesting is, you know, I, I hear all the time in, in uh, this world we live in, 2018, like, you know, a bunch of people, you, you see them writing on social media and saying, where's God? Where's God? Where's God? Well, I'm about to tell you right now. Uh, with the good stuff, where where God showed up, I'd like to tell you about a hero, if I could, for a moment. There's a hero. If you look There's this guy. His name is now. Listen to this name, Gus Hut. Gus Hut. It's a cool name. Sounds like a macho name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was actually camping in a, in Matata, New Zealand, last week. He'd actually been fishing in the same spot every single morning. But that day, for some reason, he just randomly decided to try a different spot about three, 400 feet away. And when he was out in the ocean, he saw something. He saw this, this, this figure, this small figure floating in the water. And he was thinking, okay, uh, that's weird. Something's floating. Is it, is it a doll? So he decided to get closer, observe it. And then he realized, oh my God, it was a baby. What? Just out in the ocean? An 18-month-old baby. And what happened, Drew, the baby apparently managed to escape from his parents' tent in this campground. And all of a sudden, the baby wakes up and wanders right into the ocean. So Gus scoops this little baby out of the water, wraps him in towels, takes him back to shore. And amazingly, the baby is totally fine. Wow. What? How is that even possible? The woman, the woman who owns the campground says that the rescue was a, quote, freakish miracle. So you tell me. Somebody, you know, people say, well, where's God? Where's God? Well, I could tell you where God was that day. That's what he was doing then. New Zealand. God loves New Zealand. Uh-huh. You better believe that. Put that guy 400 feet off his normal fishing spot. Isn't that just unbelievable? So there you go. Shout out to Gus Hutt. Saving a little baby's life and, uh, or probably helping in more of a divine plan.
I like that. Yeah. And there you go, folks. That is the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go! This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to The Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live, That is the absolute most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No, it's not, but I don't want to get into it. Please. And, and yes, I think people would agree with me. So Drew was going to get a haircut yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started texting me, and he's like, I, I can't get my haircut. He's like, you know, the only person available is a man. Well, explain why. You explain why. Because I go to Sport Clips, which they have a feature where they massage your head. You get a, a head massage yeah. included. And it's a very nice, yeah. long, drawn-out head massage. They put a towel on your oh, face. Oh, yeah. All Which that. is always very, very important. You know. Uh, and by the way, if there's any stylist listening, man, man or, or female, man, if, if somebody gives you a good shampoo, like really gives you a shampoo and puts time and effort into scrubbing your head and pushing in the towel on the face, you'll have us for life. I know. Right? Do you yes, agree with that? Absolutely. And that's why I love going there. But I would feel weird if it was this big, buff Say dude- it. Rubbing my head. Drew didn't want a man to rub his head. And I said, let me tell you why. It's weird. Once you have it done by a big, strong <laughs> man who knows how to rub you where, it, where, where it's right. Now I'm uncomfortable just hearing about it. Well, hang on, Drew. Does this... <laughs> I, just, I just imagine Drew walking into sports clips and he sees that man standing over there. <laughs> yeah, that's not helping. Oh, sure, it's not true. No. <laughs> I just can't believe how insecure you are about letting a, a, a good, strong man. First of all, can I tell you a, a kind of honest opinion about it? Yeah. I remember, I don't know, I guess seven or eight years ago when I had my first good man massage because he was, he was like one of the only uh, person of, uh, people available at one of those massage can, places. Can I say yeah. what it was? It, you were in such intense pain oh I didn't care it was my lower he, back he was begging he said I need someone that is who could bench press that, a Buick yeah that can really yeah. like massage I don't want any you know feathers or I mean he was like you know anyone that feels I didn't want the stone therapies yeah I wanted the real deal okay right? well and, and so, and so, in your case it's almost like a medical thing I get it but no, I, I, so my I, head was fine but I found but I found a man who knew who knew how to rub me where a man ne- just needs to be rubbed and how to be rubbed? So what I'm trying to say to you, I was secure enough, Drew, that I said, "Let's do this." And then and then it's the same thing when a good strong man uses strong hands to rub on your head. You just can't look at it the other way, and I don't it's, know why you're looking at it the other, the other way. It's not. I'm not looking at it any way other than if I'm going to sit in the chair for ten minutes and talk football with a guy, I don't want to go to the back of the room and then have him rub yeah, my head. But picture this. Picture, but picture that this. That's kind of weird. But no, no, picture the guy talking football with you while he's rubbing your head. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh. You're not making it any better for me. Well, you know I'm what's confident a- in my decision. Here's what's alarming me. <laughs> what is- did you do? Did you get the haircut? Well, I was looking at the people in the waiting room, and I was looking at the barbers and where they the were ladies. and who was available. And, like, available. Oh my God, and I was I'm like, oh, get, no, I'm, I'm going to end up with a dude. So I pretended like I had a phone call, and I left. <laughs> so I figured if I waited out like 15 minutes and <laughs> came back, he'd be busy. All because he didn't want the guy to give him a head massage. Well, I didn't want to offend the guy. I just didn't want him well, to rub my head. I think your insecurity <laughs> about this whole thing is saying a lot. 
I don't think so. I just, I, I think a lot of guys out there agree with me. They don't think, want a dude massaging go out, their go head. Out and let your, go out and let a guy give you a head scrub today, then. Do it. I just had one yesterday. It'll, I'm, I'm it, taken care of. It'll, it, it'll change your life. <laughs> it'll change you forever. That's in a way he doesn't want to be changed. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the show. This is The Fit Show. Oh. One, two, three, four. Now back to The Fit Show. American made. It happens live. Everybody, what's up? Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. Uh, anybody have uh, political fatigue? Everybody, uh, is everybody just kind of like, ah, it's, the craziness is over today? Greatest thing is the end of the ads that were yeah. running nonstop. The problem is if you have anything on your DVR, get ready for a little like uh, post-traumatic disorder because you watch something on your DVR from a week oh, ago yeah. and you're gonna, those ads are going to hit you in the face. You thought you were done. Oh my God, you're so right about that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, if you went out to vote, way to go, man. You know what I mean? Or, or woman. Way to go, everybody. I said, way to go, man. And oh, woman. Well, I think. I'm just saying you did your part. And uh, you, you should be very, very excited about that. Um, did anybody, before you had babies, did you have those certain names picked out in your mind? Like, oh my God, when I have a baby, I'm going to name my baby this. Yes. Okay. What would that be? But I, No, this I'm is not weird. T- I won't tell you. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, oh. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Okay. I don't know why. I didn't realize it. Because whenever you tell it, then other people oh, yeah, are feeling it. it. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. But, but now, Drew, if if uh, if you were ever a daddy, do you ever have those names picked out that, that you want to name all your babies? Not really. I'm more, I have names that I wouldn't want a kid of mine to be, I think. <laughs> but I don't know if I had one that I was like hoping and dreaming for. Okay. Real quick. Uh, what are some names uh, of, I don't know... D- children's names that you wouldn't want the name of your kid to be <laughs> uh oh geez now i'm on the spot i don't know maybe like a uh if it's a girl like misty i knew a couple misties oh that's because i was like what's wrong with misty but i get it because you knew okay bethany why don't you tell them the big my sister's name is misty but yeah, but the reason well, why- not, no, I don't I, nothing against anyone named Misty. Yeah, nothing against the name Misty. It's because oh. he knew a couple Misties that yeah. put that name. Oh, in the bag. I also I also knew Shannons, and I never liked any of the girls I ever knew named Shannon. Yeah. Uh, let's see, boys' names. There were when what, I was growing what, up, what Jasons else? and Ryan's were so common. I thought I would never want to add to the Jason and Ryan pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is. I don't know. I feel like maybe I should go on with, hey, Drew, what else do you not want to name your kid? <laughs> but anyway, this is weird because uh, there's this website just put together this list of the most popular baby names for the year 2028. For the year 2028. Oh, it's it, possible. It's based on trends, like patterns of uh, how names go in and out of style. Okay. Uh, like little algorithms, like rhythms of the past to predict the future. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And here are the names. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So these are predicted, or these are the actual popular names? Why, Drew, why can't you just accept that in 2028, these are going to be the names of okay. all your grandchildren? Okay. <laughs> uh, t- uh, the biggest girl names started. biggest girl names will be Charlotte, Amelia, oh. okay. Harper. Oh, I love Harper. We're talking about the most popular baby love. names of 2028. I wanted her Harper. Emma, Olivia, Evelyn. I like Olivia. I like Emma. Oh, did you know an Olivia in the past too? No, you know? oh. just like it. Mia, Aria, 
Ava and Sophia will be the biggest oh, girl names in uh, 2028. Yeah. Well, you know what? Those are a lot of those are still big right now. Emma, Evelyn. Yeah. Well, not so much Emma. I mean Evelyn. Uh, Emma, um, Harper. Yeah. Um, Let me get to the boys real quick too. Okay, go. Biggest boy names for 2028. It's amazing. Liam. Oh, that one's a mm-hmm. big one. Mateo. Yeah. Okay. International. Maverick. What? Yes, Top Gun is doing him. Get over here, Mav. Uh, Noah, Lincoln, Lucas, Henry, Theodore, Jackson with an X, Jackson, and Oliver. I have a friend that named her son. Jax. That's cool. Yeah. All right. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The Fit Show. All right, real quick like, real quick like. Snap what you see, send it back to me, and just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. I just love to see what's happening, you know what I mean, through your eyes. And I, I, I mean, I can't tell you how entertaining and fun this is, this is for me when I see you guys, you know, just kind of show what you're looking at or wherever you are on my page. I really enjoy it, more than you know. <laughs> facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, do you remember... That book a long time ago, something like he's just not that he's just not that into you. Yeah, they made a movie of it. Of course, yeah. Okay, so what's the basis about he's just not that into you? The basis is, um, you you should if a guy wants you in his life, he'll put you there. You shouldn't have to fight for a spot. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it means. Points out all these things. It says if they're doing this to you, they just really aren't that into you. But, like don't right, make excuses. Then they're not the one that they don't like you. In, in that much I mean you know what I'm saying like if other, than, other than the, that, that thing right, right like don't it, obsessively thing. don't obsessively call him over and over and over again if he's not calling you it's because he doesn't want to talk to you wow mm-hmm. you know it's like stop sugarcoating it that's the truth you really think if he's not calling he doesn't want to talk if they have if, or if, is he hiding we're something we're talking about like women I uh-huh. mean like you know women that call uh, you know incessantly let's say you've called someone three days in a row you know leaving messages and they're not calling you back hang on do these rules still apply today i mean i don't know i'm not like dating dating but do people still talk on the phone when they're dating or is this more like now it's texting if okay, he's not well, returning texting. your text let's just say texting then mm-hmm. let's just say what do you call it ghosting you know mm-hmm. if like you're texting with someone and then all of a sudden they're they just stop responding then yeah i'm pretty much you can bet that he's got his phone unless mm-hmm. <gasps> He's not texting you back. Yep. Here are the reasons he's not texting you back, okay? Okay. First of all, he could be legitimately a busy person. Yeah. But Mm. if he really likes you enough, he'll find the time. Yeah. Mm. You make people priorities when you're Because he finds time for the other stuff, right, but he's not finding the time to do what he should be doing. you Mm -hmm. are a priority. That's the whole point. Okay. Some other reasons he might not be texting you back because he fears being trapped in a never-ending conversation. I mean, let's be honest. You guys like to text a lot. Once again. You know what? Your name is Miss Text-A-Lot. Once again, (laughs) if he likes you enough, he'll deal with it. See, that's like you're playing. You got to suffer for your craft. No, it's not that you have to suffer. It's just the point is, is that whenever you really, really like someone, it doesn't really matter all the bad stuff. You just kind of... You know, you, you kind of accept that with the good because you like them that much. I think she's trying to say this. Men and women have always been different, right? And women may want to talk more about something than men do. If you like someone, you put up with the difference. If you're not that into them, then you make excuses to not put up with the difference. Right. It's just like, you know, there there was this culture of, you know, and a, a group of women that just started getting to the point where they've thrown out respect and they've started... You know, yeah, it's throwing called, themselves it's, at men, it, and and look. no, let me tell you what that is. It's called Tinder and Bumble, and well, basically, I hate, think it, it was before that. 
Well, I guess so. But what's amazing is like now in 2018, and I know it's happening. Like I hear about it all the time. They you meet, right? Tinder, Bumble, some, you know, have an hour date, and then boom, you know, it, you know what Under goes on. Yeah, that, that. Well, that's different. That's different if both people are just looking for that. But the point is, is that if ah. you, just like I said at the very beginning, if a guy or any person, if a person wants you in their life. Then they put they they will put you there. See? You shouldn't have to fight for a spot. If you have to fight for a spot, you're not a priority. That's right. Like That's I it. did, like I did with you. Isn't that right? <laughs> right. Let's not bring that into it. I mean, she she begged to be in my life constantly. Mm-hmm. Like wow. right after she said no to your first proposal. That was the That's one. The begging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Stand by. Reality check happens next. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Shut up! Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Excuse me. I hit the wrong button here. Here, Drew, this is the right one. Oh, excuse me. Hang on. My computer's getting crazy on me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm having a little Wi-Fi issue today. <laughs> oh, Benny. <laughs> I'm about to bathroom. Sorry, it's fixed. I, okay. Amazon is offering free shipping for all customers. Prime members will be eligible for free same-day delivery on some items. Right. Yeah, so uh, oh, in the gosh. past, we, sorry, we, we've had we've heard about the price wars. Well, now we're into the shipping wars. This is huge, huge news for the holiday season uh, upcoming. I, I am excited, Drew. So what it is is they used to have a twenty-five dollar minimum order price to be eligible for free shipping. Done away with. Everyone is eligible for free shipping on every order for the holidays, and oh. Prime members are now eligible for free shipping or free overnight shipping, next day shipping free on same day, same day on most items. So, in response to this, no one's going to take this line down. Target announced actually a couple <gasps> days prior to this oh. that they are going to do free shipping for the holiday season. It's going to be huge. It's like it's already Christmas. Yep, and I t- absolutely expect we will probably be hearing from Walmart soon, as yep. well as other retailers, so, because they so, can't let they can't let Amazon take all their business. Away. So let me ask you this: Is this just more things of people not going to the stores anymore? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. We already know yeah. that, that Black Friday is endangered because they're just doing it online now for the whole month of November, even right. before that. Right. So why go stand in line at five in the morning? Well, after at least, at dinner? least you're not gonna have all the crazy videos the of people fights. beating right. the crap out of each other. Right. Although I'm not gonna lie, it was fun to watch. You know, sometimes. That scene when they like roll, there's no. people like masked outside, and then they roll up that gate and they just pour through like water. Oh, That's so it is straight up crazy. I mean, I can understand crazy. if they're like selling, you know, a 52 inch TV for a hundred bucks, but that we're not talking about those kind of sales. We're talking no, it's about like 25 percent off. Yeah, I mean, getting it's your like, head beat in. Yeah, that's not worth it. <laughs> Good heavens! There's always something. Blood flows red on aisle seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, that's the truth. All right. Well, maybe not anymore with with all this going on. You know, right? I mean, but right. Th- this will this will. This is going to be a fundamental shift in the consumer habits of Americans. Sure we are going to see so, especially the next couple of years. This year will be a first big, and every year they mark how much of the holiday shopping is done online, and it grows every year. The ratio is changing towards online. Nobody, oh, yeah. nobody's wanting to leave their house anymore. That's right. right? Yeah, people are too busy. Wow. Think I mean, about gas, parking way out in the middle of nowhere, walking in the that, cold and the rains. Who has time to go spend two hours at the grocery store mm-hmm. whenever a lady has been, a woman has been at work all day long, and then she's supposed and to come? Pay a few extra dollars to, to yeah, yeah, it's worth it. It's but now the shipping's it. free. It's not even that. Oh, extra dollars. 
All right, what else is happening, Drew? Well, here's another big shift. Uh, Washington, D.C. is considering, they're proposing changing the voting age in the city down to 16 years I think, old. I hate, I don't Wait, like the voting this. age in the city or the nation? In the city. In D.C., city proper. So the D.C. City Council is That's considering so changing their voting age. Now, the 26th Amendment provides a- voting rights to all American citizens over the age of 18, but it doesn't specifically prohibit anyone younger from voting. There's nothing uh, written into like it. it. Well, it's inter- it seems definitely politically motivated. Other states you know. are considering it as well. So they aren't the only ones considering. But D.C. would be a good test market since they are a district. Uh, you know, they can do this on a citywide level instead of yeah. a statewide level. But yeah, but aren't you, aren't, for that. aren't you done talking about politics right now, Drew? Don't you? I mean, can we talk about like pizza? Yeah. Well, right, maybe next time. There you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. Fitch happens live. Straight out of country. Baby, it was so you made me want to roll my windows down and cruise. I got some FGL info. I'm about to throw right at you. Throw it. Uh, so four people vandalized a TP in front of Brian Kelly's Tribe Kelly Trading Post clothing store in Nashville over the weekend. And uh, I'm, I'm going to pull this up on my computer. He's he, he's actually offering a five thousand dollar reward uh, because there is surveillance video. So you know what? He, he went on his Instagram. He had a couple of selfie clips explaining what went down and details of his offer. He also posted two surveillance clips of the people. Ripping the TP apart, and so here's here's Brian Kelly from FGL. Hey guys, BK here. Just got word that we had a little vandalism last night at the Tribe Kelly Trading Post in Nashville, Tennessee. Someone's trying to take our TP, and um, we have it on video. So just want to say Uh-oh. we're offering a nice little reward. Hey guys, BK here. Ooh. Just got word that we had a little vandalism. Straight up five thousand dollars he's throwing out. He nice Ooh. little reward. Ooh. Yeah, somebody's going to get that money, huh? I bet one of those friends try and turns their friend in, right? What if it was someone that just oh my wanted God, the TV I hope to not, sleep Drew. in? No, I'm saying the four... <laughs> why not? The four crooks might as well turn themselves in. Turn each other in. They're crooks. Yeah. But friends don't do that to each other. What do if it was do? just a family that needed a home? Yeah. But anyway, uh, somebody's going to get paid. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Carrie Underwood's hubby, Mike Fisher, he released a parody song called Before She Bleats, and it's about a deer hunt. And uh, it's set to carry into its song, you know, before he cheats, obviously. Of course. Um, Does he sing? Yeah, this is this is actually Mike Fisher singing. Listen. Right now, he's probably out grazing with the corn-fed dough, and he's probably getting frisky. Right now, he's probably checking her scent for a little estrus, and he's willing to get risky. Right now, he's probably up behind her near the salt lick, right where I got his photo. That. I think they need to stay out of each other's Bethany, territory. Bethany, you don't love the the hunting song? What's up with that? Come on. I think it's horrific. Yeah, but it's but... within it's within men. Yeah, whatever. We fight we fight to get food for y'all. 
yes, in our families. I'm sure Mike Fisher needs to go out and hunt to get food. Well, maybe he does. It's more about proving yes. what it's. It's more about proving who we are inside as men. You have never hunted a thing in your <gasps> life. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I shot one turkey, and you felt bad, and I felt horrible about it. With a 16 gauge. And that's why my I one love turkey. you. And I called it myself, by the way. I called it up. <laughs> called it up. But anyway, I do believe, though, that he has a right to hunt, and you should embrace his music. Murder. All right, there you go. We just took you straight murder. out of country. <laughs> just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. Go rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And yesterday, it shows we all have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. That's one of those freedoms. That's one of Very those freedoms. freedoms. Yeah. And the struggle to maintain the freedom of democracy around the world is ongoing. I mean, American troops support nations around the world who are fighting for a free way of life. In Afghanistan, a bloody and long war against many foes from inside and outside the country has left the nation fractured and just in complete chaos. This last weekend, one of America's heroes paid the ultimate price to assist this struggling nation with its bid for freedom. And today we salute Major Brent Taylor of the United States Army National Guard. Major Taylor was killed last Saturday in what is being called an insider attack in Kabul, Afghanistan. And a member of the Afghan Security Service carried out an attack that killed Major Taylor, injured another U.S. soldier. The attacker was immediately killed by other Afghan security personnel. And Major Taylor, though, was, and I've done my research on this gentleman, Major Taylor was everything that an American hero can be. He'd served in the U.S. Army as an officer for about 12 years. And Drew, uh, you are a United States Marine. Tell mm-hmm. It's hard to be an officer. It's very difficult. Yeah. The officers respect, respect. are held up as the example for all. So you have to be, I mean, everything is tight. Everything is right. You're the best of the best. Wow. And so you, all the enlisted troops have something to look up to, really. So he was an officer for 12 years, including seven years of active duty before joining the National Guard. But Major Taylor's service did not end when he was at home because Britt Taylor was also the mayor of the small town of North Ogden, Utah, which is about 45 minutes north of Salt Lake City. And he was first elected to the city council of North Ogden back in 2009, became the town's mayor in 2013. And this deployment was meant to be only one year away from his family, just one year. And Taylor temporarily stepped down from his position as mayor to serve his nation. As if service to this nation and to the people of his hometown was not enough for one man, Major Brent Taylor was also Mayor Brent Taylor. He was also husband to wife Jenny and a father to seven children aged 11 months to 13 years old. A wife without her husband, seven children without their father, and a nation with another hero 
returning home as a casualty of the war of freedom against oppression. And this is why every American salutes Major Brent Taylor of the United States Army National Guard. He was actually brought home yesterday on right? voting day. Mm-hmm. And his wife actually said how fitting for mm-hmm. his body to be brought home. That's what he was fighting this for. This ultimate day of democracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. The Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. It's been a little bit cray-cray, I'm not going to lie, in the What Are You Kidding Me department today. I mean, some amazing messages from all of our P1s. Those are our listeners who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. You never, ever take it off, right, Drew? Yeah, that's all it takes to be a P1, and we love you. Thank you so much for sending me What Are You Kidding Me stories. Let's just say I know what I've been put on this planet to do. And that's important. To not kid people about (laughs) About What Are You Kidding Me stories, right? Special consumer watch, ladies and gentlemen. Once you pop, you can't stop. Pringles has released their Thanksgiving flavors. I repeat, Pringles has released their Thanksgiving flavors. Turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie Pringles. Mm. It's a set of mini cans you can only buy online at Kellogg's for a limited time starting to... I actually started yesterday. I think I I I would try them. Yeah. I don't know, but I love stuffing. And then pumpkin pie is awesome. So why not try turkey? There is also a soda brand. It's a little soda brand called Jones, and they make a a turkey pack, too, that's that's stuffing-flavored soda, turkey and gravy soda, cranberry soda, and you can buy that at holidays as well. Cranberry soda. That sounds good. Well, let's get back to the Pringles. I mean, for some reason, everybody wants to take all the attention off of the Pringles. Sorry. (laughs) So this is the promo from last year. Trouble making it home for the holidays? Stuck inside a prison known as work? Well, chin up, Buttercup, because now you can enjoy a home-cooked meal from anywhere with Pringles' new Thanksgiving dinner. Try slow-roasted turkey on the go. Skip the in-flight nuts and crush some mashed potatoes, stuffing, and turkey. Whether you're working hard or working to get home, we've got eight Thanksgiving classics just like Grandma used to make. It tastes like real pumpkin pie. That's right. No matter where you're at this Thanksgiving season. All right, enough. I'm not going to plug him anymore. But anyway, I mean, because Pringles ain't paying me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) At least give us some chips. All right. Uh, All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of the wonderful state of Colorado, stress release. Apparently, folks. Archery dodgeball is now a thing. Come again? It, it, well, apparently, you shoot people with, with foam bow and arrows. Uh, it's a brand new place. They just opened up in Denver, and it's like straight up uh, uh, what are the Hunger Games? Yikes! But you're not really killing people, but you're kind of you know getting that stress you know release of bow and arrows, right? I guess. Doesn't it feel? It doesn't feel safe, is what it feels. Really? I think it's yeah. all foam, foam, bow, and arrows. Oh, it's like Nerf. Yes. Okay, then I'm on. I'm getting. I'm okay. in. That's cool. Uh, I tracked down some. What are you kidding me? Audio. Listen to this. Archery dodgeball. It's a concept that has already caught on in Canada, and it's making its way over to the states. So here's how it works. There's several different game modes. You can have up to 20 players. But there's always one goal, hit and don't be hit. It's a fun take on that classic PE game we all loved as a kid, dodgeball. <laughs> but this one has bone arrows. 
Now, they're foam arrows, so they don't hurt, but when you get into it, you guys, those arrows, they might as well be flamethrowers because you really feel that rush. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that changes wow. things. Wow. That escalated quickly. Now we're lighting the arrows. But you know what? I mean, it's, it, it can't be as dangerous as, as paintball. I mean, I've been paintballing before, and you know, I got shot in the neck. Yeah, those suckers sting. It, it, oh, you got hit in the neck. Oh, the neck in my back. Well, let me tell you this. I don't know that every... He's like, remember that game we all loved as children? Not everyone loved dodgeball. There were those people <laughs> oh, that I were the targets. It. I loved it. Yeah, but that's because you were the... you. I know. You were that one. You were the one that were going Just for... pelting people. Right! <laughs> what about the people that were being pelted? That's not always fun. And there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Hump Day! I'm glad you went out and uh, I'm glad you went out and voted yesterday. Doing your part for America. Uh, my name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. There is Drew. Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the South. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you could like. Win a world record in anything. Like, what, what? what is it that you know you'd win the world record in? Okay? I'd love to hear from you. Like, you know, no matter what, that you could win the world record in blank. But here's what we're going to do today. I want each of us to look at each other and say, you would win the world record in... Uh, be thinking about that while oh, man. I talk about the Guinness World Records for just a second. Because they just released a video of their uh, uh, best records from last month, and apparently... You guys, you didn't you didn't hear about this? There's a new world record holder for jumping rope. What? Why? Yeah, yeah. Aren't you guys excited? It's the Guinness Book of World no, Records. They've, oh, come on. The, they jumped the shark is, is what they should be jumping. They should be jumping what? The shark, because no one cares about jumping rope. Let's see. Did you hear that? I might be prepared to take that back. That Did sounded you? pretty cool. <laughs> That's a Guinness Book of World Records. Why, why are they not as important as they used to be? Because everything internet. is in it now. Yeah. And the internet. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe you'd be interested to know that uh, um, they also just released the world record for some dude popping 100 balloons by a dog. Same Brand right now. new world record. Yeah. Chickens in the background? What, what is the that? World what is going, going on? on there? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like chickens in the background freaking out because the dog was popping <laughs> balloons. <laughs> um, all right. So I want us all to look at each other and, and say you would win the uh, world record in. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. okay. Fitz. Yes. Most male selfies ever. Most selfies by a male. So untrue. No. Come on. I'm talking historical. We got to go all the way back. I'm not really a selfie guy. You've always been a selfie guy. No, it seems like you're not on social media very much. I'm really not much of a... Am I a selfie guy? I don't know. I think maybe you do like the videos and like the silly, you know, like the stuff where you change your voice. Do you really not know what a selfie is? A selfie is an individual picture where someone is like... That's what a selfie is. Videos don't count? I don't don't think videos count. Well, then I'm out. My God, I'm a host of a show. What? I mean, somebody's got to do it, Drew. Not everybody's sitting at home watching Rawhide. I mean, good lord! <laughs> See, he doesn't even know what a selfie is. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just, well, you know. Okay, listen, I don't want to interrupt your will of fortune. I got it. Okay, yeah, Bethany, go ahead. 
Um, I can't wait to get Drew. You could win the world record yes. in your um, non-disposed of Starbucks cups. Starbucks Mountain. Yes. There you go. You're Starbucks right. Mountain. That I would agree with. I should take a selfie of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you could take a selfie of a Starbucks trash. Okay, Drew. You would win the world record for wearing flannel shirts consecutively through the month of July. Well, thank you for noticing. Nobody can touch me. <laughs> I've got a couple thousand days under my belt. Yeah. Also, the world, also the world record holder for looking just like Al Bor- uh, identical to Al Borland from Home Improvement. If there was a contest also, with cash prize, I'm in. Maybe, maybe also for um, having a beard the longest. Like I don't think I've ever seen Drew without a beard ever. And yeah. we've known. Well, him no, over no, 10 I, years. I have one time, and well, I learned, you, I, I learned something very petrifying. He doesn't have a chin. <laughs> so I said, "You better grow it back." <laughs> I don't guess we have any for Bethany, do we? Well, I, I was trying to think of one. You would win. You would win the world record of being late everywhere you go. Yes. No matter what. Yeah. World if, record if, for tardiness. That's just yeah. who I am. All right. As a person. It's the Fit Show. This, the pride of the P1s, is the Fit Show. It happens live. Everybody, happy hump day. And you know what that means? We're going to play the Craigslist prices right. Uh, so, so Drew has spent a lot of time scouring Craigslist to pick bizarre Craigslist items in what? We're going to try to guess the actual Craigslist price. Is that right? That's right. We're going to see how well you people know your secondhand items market. <laughs> All right, would, you, would you say, the, uh, again, all these items you promised, they are available on Craigslist? I have pulled them. all of these directly off Craigslist. They are all available right now. Okay, Ooh. let's get to it. Is there a, a particular theme to, no, today? No, I've got so many items here. We're going to try and clear them out before we get into more holiday but, themes. But, Drew, maybe it's these are after voting items people are trying to get rid of. Exactly. Yes, right. you're right. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the first item up for bid on the Craigslist Prices Right is the true story of Smokey the Bear, USDA Forest Service comic book from 1969. I bet you didn't know there was a true story of Smokey the Bear. Not not the version you've heard. Wow, it was a comic? Yes, it's a vintage true story comic book. Very rare. Yeah, it's got a fire prevention message and, uh, you know... <laughs> Fire it's a great okay. collector. And it's like a little newspaper thing? That's a little comic book thing. Okay. Fitz, how much would you bid for this item? Ten dollars, Drew. All right, and oh, Bethany took mine. Uh, I'm gonna say fifteen dollars. Someone got it right on the nose. Fitz gets the points with ten dollars. That's exactly how much it would cost you to learn about Smokey. All right, Thank moving you. on. This next item this is a little piece of decor. You know, you got family coming over soon. You probably want to impress them with your vintage elephant. It's a wicker elephant. Oh, yeah. Look at that, baby. It's oh, beautiful. Wow. Tusks and all. Oh, it's actually something that you set like on top of a counter or something. Yeah, it's pristine condition. It's not even weathered. Uh, they want you to email for more information. Uh, this is a very classic item. I believe it comes from overseas. Fitz, how much would you bid on this? What do you mean email them for more information? Because they aren't willing to give it up in the ad. It's that important. It is straight up a white wicker elephant. That's right. I'm going I'm, I'm to say $20, Jersey. All right, and Bethany. I'm going to say 30 Wow, you guys are aiming low because this item is in at $115. <laughs> Bethany but gets I the still point. Win. Yes, we are tied up. Why don't you go ahead and email them and insult them with your offer? Yes, I will. <laughs> How dare you? It's not, it doesn't look that. Pr- uh, no way. Do you know the story behind this elephant? It's wicker elephant. All right. Now, this next item is just too bizarre to pass up. Uh, everyone should have one of these, I guess. It is a model of the Seoul South Korea Olympic Stadium in brass, and it is an <laughs> ashtray. 
So if you want to flick your ashtray and your butts into the Seoul, South Korea Olympic Stadium, this is for you. Fitz, how much oh, would you bid on this man. solid brass mask? You know, I'd throw out a good $20 for it. Drew. All right. <laughs> and Bethany. I'm going to say 10 $10. Actual Craigslist price, $43. Wow. Fitz gets the points and the win. Thank you. Thank you. So on to the showcase showdown. All right. <laughs> and, and <laughs> well, we should start creating the showcase we showdown. Uh, and all those items are available. Every one of them. Look right. them up. The Fit Show. It happens live. Oh, yeah. And what have we learned today for Wednesday, November 7th, 2018? Let us know what you picked up from the show, folks. Here's what I learned. Um, I mean, this made me feel... It gave me it gave me the the shivers on the back of the neck because it was, it's a beautiful story. I learned that a fisherman rescued an 18 month old boy who was basically floating in the ocean in this freakish miracle sort of off the coast of New Zealand. Off right? the coast of New Zealand, and the baby like left the campsite. God knows how long it was there mm-hmm. in the ocean. Swept out to and sea. This baby, perfectly fine. Wow, doing great. Wow, yeah, that's so, just amazing. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? Well, I really learned something today because I learned that Fitz is totally okay with getting an intense and personal rub down from a male masseuse. No problem. And he judged me for not wanting to get and, a head rub from and, a male masseuse. And you are not. You refuse to let a man rub rub the top of your head. I just head, think it weird. And there's nothing wrong with it. It shows my security. It shows your insecurity. It just shows I don't want a guy with his hands on my head. Well, don't try. Don't knock it till you try it. All right, you do. Hey, Bethany, what have we learned today? Uh, I learned that, oh, it's well, it's a fact. Yeah. In the Fitz Files that 56% of people still watch live TV. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that? Do you do you oh, agree with that? I, only, only during the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? I mean, that might be right. What, when are they polling this, right? right interesting. And you never know. You just never know what you're going to learn. All right, everybody have a great day. Thank you for voting yesterday. Say what's up to us on social media. We'll definitely see you tomorrow for the Friday Eve show. Mm -hmm. That's going to be fun. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.